Welcome to the Leadership Lounge. I'm Emma Coombe, Managing Director in our London office. And I've had the privilege over the last 15 years of interviewing senior leaders from all different walks of life. So in today's episode, we're talking about what top organizations ask during executive interviews and how you, the interviewee, can best prepare. In the past, whenever top companies wanted to hire their next leader, they were very much looking for individuals with technical expertise and a proven track record of delivering financial returns. But the world has changed. And so has what people have come to expect from a leader. There was very much a propensity for this really hierarchical control and command type leadership. But this has changed entirely, really. And today we talk so much about servant leadership about leaders who can empower those around them, but who don't seek out the limelight. However, leaders have got to be flexible in today's really complex world. And it's also having the courage to have a point of view on a whole range of topics when that's required. So we've really moved from this world of shareholder capitalism to a a world of complex stakeholder management. So soft social skills are clearly more in demand than ever before. But how do you get these softer social skills such as high levels of self-awareness, the ability to listen and communicate well across in an interview. You can't just tell the interviewer that you have them. You have to demonstrate them. So to unpack some of these topics and to learn more about the questions companies are asking to identify these skills, I'm really lucky I've got four colleagues here today and I think this is going to be a fascinating question to unpack. But just before we dive in, Remember to share any burning questions you want our leadership advisors to answer by emailing our inbox at redefiners at russellreynolds.com. Okay, so it's time to speak to some of our experts about their views on the best interview questions they have asked. First up, Edward Mason. You're here to join our conversation. You've been a leadership advisor for over five years now in the London office, many years before that. And aside from demonstrating the right technical skills and expertise for the role, what else do you like to find out from candidates? So I really like to ask people whatever level they are or stage of their career, what shaped them in their early story. It's quite telling whether or not people will go back to post-university or college or if they'll go back to their childhood and talk about the early influences that help them become the person as much as the leader they are. You can start to get a sense of what their true values are, the culture that they were brought up in, and how they might change their decision-making processes under different situations. It also allows you to connect with the individual on a deeper and more meaningful level. Yes, that's really true, isn't it? It it gives you a sense of who they are, where they've come from, and of course, brings their personality to to life a lot more than than on a piece of paper. So as part of the candidate selection process, what we see increasingly and now almost always in these processes is candidates also being assessed by a business psychologist to get a much deeper understanding of their leadership style. And we have fabulous colleagues here at Russell Reynolds who are business psychologists who are looking at not what you've done, but how you've done it as a leader. So it's in that context that we really 
draw out the type of leader that you are and questions that we ask, for example, what's a great day for you? When are you really energized? And by contrast, what's a bad day for you? And essentially, we're exploring how somebody shows up in the workplace, what underpins their behaviors, and then why they behave in a certain way. And so through these assessments, what we have found is that a leader's ability to flex their leadership approach defines their success. And and indeed, C-suite leaders who are flexible and agile in their style are more likely to have long-term success. And talking about understanding people beyond their credentials on paper, we'd like to introduce Mina Poole, another leadership advisor in our Dubai office. Mina, what are the top questions that you like to ask candidates? I love to know more about the people that I have in front of me. So the first one is, what is your defining moment in your career? Because it has impacted so much uh, my life and my career that I'm really interested to see how people are able to self-reflect. So for me, it enables to assess two things. The self-awareness that people they have and if they take the chance to reflect on themselves. Uh, so I leave it open. What uh, is your defining moment in your life or in your career? So this way as well, I see what is the priority, what is their thought process, and also the way they articulate it. And the more uh, they're able to articulate it, the more I think they have taken the time and purposely, you know, focused on what they want and what they don't want. Thanks so much, Mina. I think that's a fabulous question and it's something that I always ask and it's, it's so insightful. And it shows that key quality of people being able to self-reflect. Of course, we see in our line of work every day examples of where leadership, good or bad, has had a massive impact. And interestingly, when I reflect on poor leadership, I see the overhang on the culture of an organisation is massive. It can take decades for a culture to change if the wrong leader's been in the top. Conversely, with the right leader, positive transformation can happen at great speed. So the impact is massive. I'd now like to welcome my colleague Evan Sharp from our Chicago office. Evan, could you talk about what you like to ask candidates to to get them to open up, to to get a little more personal? One of my favorite interview questions, it's along the lines of what has got you here. And so and if I go a level deeper, the executives that we engage with are are already fairly senior and increasingly becoming more senior. And so they're they're in a bit of a small echelon. They're a leadership level that not everyone gets to achieve. And so that kind of puts them in a different ecosystem. They're sort of breathing a different air. They may stand out amongst their family or they may stand out amongst childhood friends. And so I like to ask them what it is about you that got you to this point or what makes you stand out? What about your journey has been different to get you to this point? And why I like to ask that question is because hopefully it opens the executive up and and oftentimes they, they get a little more personal. They talk about what drives them. From then, you can dovetail into other questions that sort of unpack their capability and why they do what they do. Yeah, Evan, I think this is such an important point you make around, around purpose, around values, what motivates people. We need to know today that our leaders and leaders that we're advising on share a common set of values with the organizations that they're going to work with. So really getting to know individuals on a deeper level around their purpose, their values is is absolutely critical. But of course, it's not always perfect. (laughs) There are ups and downs along the way. 
And so, Ed, I know you wanted to to speak on this point around where things haven't gone smoothly. I tend to also ask people around the mistakes that they feel they've made or what would they have done differently in, in different situations. And I think the answers that they give you, particularly when it's a people-based or a talent-based question, really gives you an insight on what kind of leader they are. It, it tells you two things. One is they're willing to open up and talk about very personal things um, with you. So you've already established some kind of rapport and conversation. It can give you slightly more confidence about where you then take the rest of the, the conversation and how open are they going to be. It also sets you up so that you can sense if there's a change of tone and where are they being more guarded. Yeah, so Ed, I think you make such a good point here. And and just really to sort of build on that, what's so fascinating, I find, is we commit to, to doing feedback sessions with every single candidate where we do this deeper dive assessment work. Doesn't matter if they're successful or not. I'm really proud that as a fan, that is what we commit to. And sometimes candidates have been available at the drop of a hat throughout a process. And suddenly when it comes to the feedback, only have five minutes and are on the move. And so individuals' willingness to, to hear some of the feedback and their, their desire to act on that is, is hugely revealing. And so now we move on to our final guest in the lounge, Nick Henderson. Nick's a leadership advisor in our Dallas office. Nick, on the similar theme, what have you found to be a really impactful question to ask your candidates? I always ask them, what is a piece of constructive feedback that you have been given and what did you do to adjust it? Because right then and there, they're going to have to acknowledge that they're not perfect. I think that when people are really able to understand who they are, where they at, get the different perspectives and acknowledge that, they're 10 times more powerful than those that have an excuse or can kind of manipulate their way or talk their way out of things. Yeah, I think, Nick, you're you're absolutely right. And when individuals have the grace and humility to to take a step back, to acknowledge that things didn't always go perfectly but also to, to think into the future about how they can continue to, to develop and get stronger in certain areas. That's really what leadership is about today. So our time in the lounge today has come to an end. It's been a jam-packed session. We've been so lucky to have some fabulous colleagues with us sharing their advice. And in 30 seconds, let's distill what we've learned. The ingredients required for effective leadership today are so different to how they've been in the past. Self-reflection and openness in an executive interview should be applauded. It's not all about self-promotion. To secure a top leadership position, being able to flex your leadership style, being agile, is critical. And how candidates respond to feedback is often indicative of their leadership. For more dynamic insights from our leaders, search up Redefiners wherever you get your podcasts and you will see the Leadership Lounge episodes. To learn more or get in touch with us, visit our website, russellreynolds.com, or find us on LinkedIn and follow us on Twitter at RRA on Leadership. Thank you for taking the time to kick back and to listen to us in the lounge today. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.